Hello, and welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Our guest is a man of God who is an artist in the true sense of the word. He's an accomplished guitarist, cartoonist, and writer. He's a member of the worship team of musicians here at Times Square Church, and his name is Alex Stevens. I will sing your praises, Lord, I will sing to you. I will sing your praises, Lord, forever and ever. I will lift my hands, O Lord, I will lift my hands. I will lift my hands to you forever, O Lord, for you. Save me from my sin On Calvary where you Died that we might live forever I will shout on high, O Lord I will shout to you I will shout on high, O Lord Forever and ever I will clap my hands, O Lord I will clap to you I will clap my hands to you forever, O Lord, for you. Save me from my sin on Calvary where you died that we might live forever. Lord, you save me from my sin. On Calvary where you died that we might live forever, forever. This is Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis. The song, I Will Sing Your Praises. And our guest this time around plays music with the Lord as a guitarist and as a gifted writer and illustrator. And his name is Alex Stevens. Alex, great to have you on Music with a Mission. Thank you. First, that's a great song. I've never heard it before, but it sounds familiar. Oh, well, that's good. I hope that no copyright attorneys decide they heard it, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're saying that's an original rendition? Oh, yes, yes. No kidding. Really nice. Thanks. Very nice. And what is that accent? Well, I've moved so much. My dad was a military man, so... <laughs> okay, so the accent, is it... I don't want to insult you. Scottish? <laughs> a lot of people have said that, or English, or Irish, or whatever. I mean, I'm of English descent, but I was Brazilian-born. Wow, that's interesting. Yes. And How'd you get to the United States? Well, by plane. <laughs> We've got comedians on the show. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. Um, you are such a well-rounded, talented guy. We definitely have to do an outline of your ministry and journey just for the sake of time. So let's just start from the beginning, shall we? Which came first for you? Was it the music or the art, the chords or the canvas? Uh, well, I guess my parents would tell you it was the art because I was drawing before I could talk. Unfortunately, really? I was drawing on the wall and on the t table bottoms and places <laughs> right. where you shouldn't. Okay. So you, this is just a natural gift for you. Well, yeah, it's, it is. But the music, too. My, my father had a, a widely varied taste in music. So when I was a kid, I used to run off with the Zorba the Greek record and play it for hours when I okay. was three years old. And Chet Atkins and Brazilian music and you name it, just whatever you had there, I would 
So I, I guess music was there too. Okay, so let's talk about what came first, which was the art. art. Took a look at your website, www.calvarycomics.com. Fantastic work. Thank you. You have a number of graphic novels, uh, documentary-style works, penned and illustrated by yourself. You have stories of missionaries, testimonies, and how did all of that get started? Well, I've worked professionally in art for a long time. Okay. I, I used to draw for the New York Times for 14 years, really? the New Yorker magazine, a lot of accounts like that. But door, those doors started to close. Uh, let's just, long story short, the Lord was closing doors and calling me to something higher. Mm. And I didn't know what, but it, this was part of it. You know, it, it's, um, you know, the art is, is just one way of getting the gospel out there. And I, I did my first story, which was about India's most famous Christian, Sadhu Sundar Singh. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the money to print it myself because you know, I'm not a publisher. At least mm-hmm. I didn't think I was. But when it was done, the funds came in. I had a sister who sent me a check in the mail for several thousand dollars, said God put on my heart to bless you with this. I didn't solicit anything. So it was God's call. And I'm debt free and the books are out there and they're selling in the thousands wow. all over the world. Congratulations. Thanks. There are a couple of other comics out there that you have on the site, To God Be the Glory. Uh, Glory to God. That's an anthology. Mm -hmm. That one has a number of different artists in it. I wanted a variety of flavors in it. But those are all testimonies of modern day, which are authorized Mm -hmm. from different uh, leading believers like Brother Yoon from China. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are also Bible stories in there and, and hymn stories. You know, a lot of famous hymns, we don't know what price that anointed song came through. Yeah, we talk about that a lot here on Musical yeah. Mission. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's there's been a lot of sorrow and loss, and, and God has brought a lot of comfort to the individual who penned the hymns as well as those who've heard it and sung it subsequently. Who are you hoping to reach with the artwork? Well, there are fans of secular comics out there already, but I find a lot of people who don't even normally read them have picked these books up just because it won't insult your intelligence, and mm-hmm. it's professionally illustrated, you know, it's of a, a reasonable quality. So anyone who would care to look at such, that's who I wish to reach. Professionally illustrated is putting it lightly. That work is fantastic. Oh, thanks. Uh, your comics work includes literary adaptations as well as writing a couple of graphic novels. What's the difference between the two? Well, I started out doing literary adaptations because I wanted to treat comics like a legitimate art form because they really are. I mean, it's not just funny stuff or kid stuff. There are a lot of very sophisticated books out there. There's a Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel out there, for instance. Hmm. Um, so it's just another means to communicate, whether it's film or TV or, or sing, single paintings or, in this case, comic books and graphic novels. So I did that in the secular world, the literary stuff, but what's the highest literature? You know, in English, there's nothing higher than the King James Version of the Bible. Sure. And that's the natural man talking. Spiritually, there's no book like God's Word, period. Uh-huh. And the original manuscripts, the Hebrew and the Greek... Has anyone come to you and said, uh, your work has really touched my soul and my spirit, and I've, I've changed my life as a result of it? I've had people say they read the books, and then they got saved. You know, ah. that they, they said, is this really true? Mm-hmm. And they came to Christ. Absolutely amazing. Now, you don't seem like the type to toot your own horn, so I'm going to toot it for you, okay? <laughs> Here it goes. Bam, bam. You have a new book. I do, yes. And it's coming out, is it coming out today? Uh, no, it'll be out in late April or early May. Okay, yeah, I heard it was coming out soon. Tell me about yeah. that. Well, it's called uh, From Puddle to Paradise with a question mark, and it's all about creation versus evolution. It's a big one, 450 pages, and this is a collection of writings by a, a pastor from the 1920s. So okay. I only wrote the introduction, but I compiled it. has a lot of beautiful illustrations. 
And nice. it's very funny, too. Not, how is it funny? Well, I mean, he's just, he's such a mind. God gave this man a great understanding, not only of his word, but of uh, just in rationale in general, in science of his day in particular. Yeah. He's just re- refuting the claims that we came from lower species, stuff like that. Yeah, it seems like a no-brainer to me, though. I mean, when yeah. you talk about, you know... I'm no monkey's uncle or, or descendant <laughs> thereof, you know? <laughs> exactly. And then you hear people talk about the Big Bang Theory versus creation. It's like, come on. Really fast on that. Uh, there was a, a scientist. He might have won the Nobel Prize. I know he was up for it. He, he speculated, this was in a recent New York Times article, that uh, one second or microsecond before the Big Bang, the universe had opened up like a scroll. I thought... You might be onto something, friend, because the Lord's going to roll it up like a scroll according to Revelation. So, you know, they're groping about in the dark, but yeah. Christ is not far from each of them. I, I pray they find him. Yeah, but when you talk about thoughtless eye blinks and taste buds on the tongue and your respiratory system and that thin piece of skin that separates your trachea from your esophagus and allows you to breathe and eat all at the same time, and kind of knocks the Big Bang Theory out of the box, doesn't it? Sure. Well, how about the, the world's greatest computer? It took a year to get the genetic code for a single cell, a protein cell. You it's a code. Point, yeah. It's intelligent design. <laughs> this is not, I mean, that's not even an option that this happened by itself. Exactly. Exactly. Second law of thermodynamics, you know, entropy. The universe is falling apart, and yet we see divine order. We have seasons. We have order. We have an orbit around the planet. Were it closer, we'd burn up. Farther, we'd freeze. See? That's the loving care of a holy, eternal God. Understood. He's true to his word. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm seeing the love of the Lord in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been saved? Since a child. I met the Lord when I was a child. I had an anointed Sunday school teacher, and this is a plug for Sunday school teachers. Here <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Walk with God with all your heart, and you don't know what you're going to do with the children. This, I had a, a woman when I was seven and eight years old. She radiated the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. And when she sang his praises, there was literally a pillar of cloud and brilliant light in the room, and Christ was very evident. And when I came home and read a children's Bible, his spirit fell upon me, and I was never the same. I knew I knew that this is the Lord, that Jesus is whom the Bible says he is. Has it always been a straight road for you? I wish it saved? were. See, the devil's not asleep on the job either. You know, I, I had a little neighbor who showed me his father's magazine collection, and then there are all kinds of other things, the terrorists that are trying to be sown among the wheat, yeah. as it were. Yeah. So sure, in, in my late teens and early 20s, I fell into sin. I, I was away from home. My mother was praying for me because she yeah. was saved. Yeah. But I came back. The Lord brought me home. What brought you back? Oh, three days in the hospital bed on the brink of death. That'll bring you back. Really? Well, you know, it was it was terrible. I was living like the devil, so uh, I almost died like one, too. How? <clears throat> Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Oh, you know? understood. You know, yeah, it, was, okay. it was awful. But yeah. that was 20 years ago. You mm-hmm. know, I just turned 46 last week. I was 25. Oh, happy it, birthday. Thank you. When did the music happen for you? Well, yeah, the gift was there. I have two older brothers who play guitar, so I kind of followed them with that. And I was all into the secular rock, like Jimi Hendrix and all that. But then I started expanding and playing other things. But once I was saved, the worship music is what really changed my heart about music. Really? There was a contrast, because God inhabits the praises of Israel, and we're Jews, circumcised of heart, grafted into the commonwealth of Israel through mm. Jesus Christ. That's a lot for one breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is, he inhabits... His praises. So we're yeah. praising the Lord Jesus, and he touches us. And as he touched me, I, I'm in worship teams and stuff in other churches. Mm-hmm. He changed my heart. Uh, I had to leave the secular music. I was playing clubs at night and doing art by day, and the clubs stopped. Mm. And then I just did Christian music. Really? You just stopped? Stopped what? 
You said you just stopped playing and went straight from secular to Christian music. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, obviously, there was a, a time where there were some awkward hybrids. I was doing Christian concerts dressed like a goth. I'm embarrassed to say <laughs> really? that. Really? Oh, yeah. Back when I had hair, it was spiky well, and all black got, clothes. It's like and one foot chains. in and one foot out. Huh? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> saved can happen in a moment. Deliverance might take time. Understood. You know? That's very well put. So, uh, he shapes your as you continue in obedience. He'll show you things. You get revelation. There were I had believers who would run away from me at concerts for good reason. I looked well, like that, and now they're like, "Oh, I'm so glad you're you're saved, saved." And like, well, so am I. <laughs> Not to judge the outside, but you were looking like a vampire. Huh? Oh yeah, I mean, I remember going into a church and they hid the children from me. It was funny. <laughs> How long did it take for you to get delivered from that and just come um, all the way over to the other side? I don't know. I'd like to say it was faster than it was, but it took a couple of years. You know, I was in bondage. The black clothes of were a, a fleshy safety net, and they were also choking me at the same time. It took real effort to start wearing collars again, and I'm so happy to now. You know, I'm free. You know, God gives you—he's so gentle. He'll take you by the hand and just walk you through. And some people want to rush you on something, and it might not be your time. And others— might say, oh, you're going too fast. You're a little overzealous, you know, but if you walk with God, it'll be the right speed, his time in each area of your life. The tree that rises so high, the birds of the air come nest in the branches, the mustard seed. And Calvary, their fruit is one. One born of faithfulness, trusting God, despite mysteries, believe, be not afraid, He'll make you strong. Like the tree that rises so high, the birds of the air come nest in the branches. Believe with me, he'll make you free and filled with love, surpassing your wildest dreams. Godly love, stronger than death. The grave cannot contain the seed of his love. Like the tree that rises so high, the birds of the air come nest in the branches. Believe with me. He'll make you free forever. TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, The Tree That Rises So High, an original rendition done by our guest, Alex Stevens. Great song. Thank you. What inspires you to write these original renditions? Because the, t the one at the top was an original rendition as well. I usually write the music first. I mean, everyone has a different method. But for me, 
uh, harmonies and chord progressions usually come first. And there, there might be a melody first. Rarely I'll write from a bass line. Sometimes, very rarely, I'll write from a percussion line. Mm. You know, I'll hear like the rhythms first. Ever write from any personal experience? Uh, yes, I think if you're writing honestly, it's going to have to be that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of my songs are scripture-based, where you can hear it clearly. Others are a little bit more personal expression, but they're they're still hopefully imbued with truth. You know, mm -hmm. that they, the tree that rises so high is a, a very scriptural-based song, cross-referencing a lot of parts of the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was there ever a time when you were involved in Christian music, uh, the professional side? I had friends who were in uh, bands that were well-known, and sometimes I'd guest with them and play with their groups. And, and there were A&R men and recording people we ran into, but I found a lot of CCM that behind the scenes. There were things that shouldn't be going on, really? things that I would expect in the world, but mm. not among believers, you know, immoral practices, mm. you know, and encouragement thereof. So I have to say I got so disgusted that I laid a lot of it down. You know, I, I walked away from a gift God had given me. Mm. And when I came to this church, I never told anyone I was involved in music. I joined the Raven Truck and was out there with the street ministry. And I thank God for that. And he used me and he touched my heart. But ultimately, I, I knew he was going to call me back to music at some point. So when you found that out, was it just disappointment that led you to put it down? Well, yeah, that and... Let me think. It was disappointment. I mean, you, you have heroes and role models and people you expect to do better. I mean, I hold Christians to a higher moral standard, and I think people hold me to that too. Usually they hear that you profess to walk with Jesus Christ. Okay, well, let's see if this guy is really mm -hmm. what he's talking. Mm -hmm. That can be a mistake, though, can't it? I mean, when we look up to other people to uphold a standard? Well... Uh, it was wrong for Israel to desire an earthly king, but I think heroes are are normal. You know, the children often admire their parents. Mentors. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Teachers or musicians or role models, but heroes. When, but when that mentor falls or makes a mistake or stumps their toe or bumps their knee, it kind of puts us in a, a bitter position. And the Bible also says a root of bitterness will defile you. That's right. That's right. And uh, I had to get out of that mindset. Again, God is so gracious. You know, he, he brought me into ministry, in that case, with the Raven truck when mm -hmm. I came here. And, and it was beautiful. You know, it was, it was wonderful you know, seeing the homeless people get saved and, and get delivered. And I saw miracles. Okay. I saw healings. You know, so, a man came with a broken leg with a goose egg swell on it. He said a man hit him with a lead pipe. He asked me to pray for him. I laid hands on him and prayed. The next week he came back. He was fine. He said, look, God answered our prayer. And I said, praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, many things like that. So essentially the Raven ministry was a healing for you of that disappointment. For me, as, as well as an outpouring to others. I saw God touch many people in that mm -hmm, ministry. Mm -hmm. I had one homeless man came back to me, saved and then he showed me his ministry that he started out where he lived. Wow. You know, he'd gotten a home and he was on his feet again. During the hiatus, was there ever an unction in your spirit to get back into music? Uh, I, my ears were always open. I, I love the music at Times Square Church. I love Greg Thomas's playing. That's my point. I mean, you're, you're around music all the time here, right. and, and you're in a hiatus period. And I was a wondering. lot of rich styles, you know, different stylistically across the board, many different cultural styles. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it's just very, very nice. And, and most importantly, God is in it. The Lord is in it. You know, he's breathing through the music. It's not just intellectual and, and even soulish. Uh, it's not just intellectual and emotionally pleasing, but 
it touches your spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's life in it. You know, mm-hmm. it brings, there's conviction in the music, and mm-hmm. not even just the words. You know, there's so uh, that ministered to me. I understand you sang in the choir too. Yes, that's true. Okay. I was uh, the, the pastor Carter spoke about Nigeria, and uh, my spirit was quickened when he mentioned it. And he said. Uh, we're, we're going to be going on mission there. This was back in fall 2002. Yeah. I had no means to go there. I, I didn't know what to do, but I knew God was saying, go. <laughs> I just said, yes. <laughs> right. All right. You know, and, and so uh, I'm praying about this, and he brought all the means about for me to go. And part of that was by joining the choir. I didn't know. He then called me to join the choir. I did. And in do- so doing, they, they told me to... Uh, put my ties toward the Nigeria trip, and there I was. And then they asked me to join the ensemble, the front rank of the tenors. Yeah. So I was in. We did two weeks, and it was wonderful. What was so wonderful about it? Well, again, the Lord ministered powerfully through the preaching, through the music, through all of the different missions, outreaches. We saw a lot of people come to Christ, you know, who were not saved before. We saw people who were in Islam, you know, who were in witchcraft or in other things that were set free and came to know the Lord Jesus personally. Most of the people I talk to who go on missions trips come back totally, totally changed. Did that happen to you? Yes, yes. You can't outgive God. You know, he who refreshes others will be refreshed himself. He pours back in in greater measure. And I remember coming home after a hard day's uh, work out there in the mission field when we were in Nigeria and opening my Bible, and it was like a bright, shining light. I mean, it was like I was reading with 2020 Vision for the mm-hmm. first time. He mm-hmm. was giving me insight. I, I've read the Word for years, and I love to study the Word. I get the concordance out and look at the original languages. Right, and, right. You know, but revelation right on the spot in the field, and that's only because of God. Wow, wow. When did you come back to the guitar? Well, mm, about now, <laughs> I guess, when I joined the band. I mean, it, that's a miracle, too, if I can tell you about it. Please, tell me about it. I, I'm in the congregation. You know, I, I was in the choir, and then I, the Lord called me to, to step down from that because I started leading the worship music and the Bible studies with the drama team. We go out to Inwood House and Covenant House and Ward's Island, and we're seeing souls saved. And yeah. so uh, I'm doing the music and also preparing the lesson, the scripture lessons there. Yeah. And after that closed, there was a change in, in the uh, the missions department. That ministry closed temporarily. So I was out of that, and I had a home Bible study where I teach college, you know, my students, and they're coming. Oh. But, and I would sometimes play guitar with worship music there, but otherwise it was very low-key. So I, here I was for years just in the congregation at church and, and uh, just worshiping the Lord, and then one day I bump into Greg after service, and, and uh, he says, I want you to come play with the band. Yeah. No audition, nothing. They had auditioned people in February last year, and a lot of guitarists, and no one. Yeah. You know, and then this is Easter Sunday. He's like, come and play. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> come play. You know, I know you can play. And yeah, it's something about him. God talks said, to him and he just moves. Said, and then you next sure? thing you know, you're sitting someplace that you never thought you'd be. <laughs> so this this is my 10th month with the band, going on 11th. And oh, it's been wonderful. I love it. I do you lo- really? I love it so much. What do you love most about it? Uh, again, just the fact that I'm in the center of God's will on this. This yeah. wasn't my idea. I yeah. didn't seek it. I didn't self-promote it's it's he you know it's the lord and and i I, it's wonderful i love the the musicians i love the music itself you know but it's the lord i love jesus i love his spirit i love his presence you know the music touches me as much as it touches any other open heart out there indeed indeed i'm loving talking to you we're going to take a quick break alec 
When we come back, we're going to talk more about music, music missions. Uh, we're going to get your opinion on worship, too. What you think about worship, especially uh, since you teach? And no, everything. it's a necessity. We have to worship. Okay, great. We're going to talk about that when Music with a Mission continues. Is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God is good. His power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is the husband to the women. God is the one with your answer. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church. I have a friend named Brad who works in New York City. He came here in his early 20s and overnight became one of the most sought-after photographers. Brad's success brought him fame and fortune and a lifestyle of partying that led him into a nine-year drug addiction. His lifestyle spiraled out of control. It got so bad that his family disowned him. They believed he would die as a drug addict. And one Thanksgiving, Brad's meal consisted of ketchup packets from McDonald's. One night, Brad, lying in a fetal position, not even able to answer his own door, cried out to God. And that night, God answered him in an absolute miraculous way. Not only did God show Brad his love for him, but immediately he was no longer addicted to drugs. Now, that was almost 20 years ago. He now has a beautiful wife, two children, and a wonderful career here in New York City. Do you need to call out to God? He's waiting for you to speak to him. It's time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. It's DSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis, and we are back speaking with guitarist, writer, illustrator, good brother, Alex Stevens. Alec, before the break, told you I was going to get your opinion on worship. And uh, we just did a podcast on worship, what is worship, and most likely it will be a series of sorts here on the podcast. What is worship to you? Worship is loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's the first commandment. That is worship. Mm-hmm. It could be through music. It could be through tithes and offering. It could be through Christian service as God leads you. It could be in the way you conduct yourselves and treat your fellow man. The second commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. We think of worship as music many times. That's part of it, but that's not all of it. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I mean, we talked about that in the podcast, too, that worship is often relegated to just that column of music. Yeah, if you're a quote-unquote worshiper with music and you can sing up a storm and hit all the notes and ring all the bells and really dazzle people, and then you treat your, your neighbor like like nothing, you know, that's God can't honor that worship. You know, mm-hmm. he's not mocked. Whatever man sows, he reaps. You know, you can't fake the anointing. If it's there... Lives are going to be changed. And if it's not, you might move some hearts, but in the end, there won't be a change. You know, mm-hmm. Unless God's just touching somebody despite you. You know what I mean? If, I see. If you're the worship leader and not right with him, he can still bypass you and minister to that soul who's hearing you and thinks you're right. But if you, the worship leader, are right with God, it's wonderful what God can do in and through it. I've watched you in worship, and I've watched you play guitar in worship. You're quite unassuming. 
I mean, you're you're kind of laid back in the cut there, and I'm hearing the guitar, but I don't see you. You know what I mean? I'm just. Is that the anointing? Well, that's more tight quarters. <laughs> that's not the anointing. You know, there's it's limit. not deep and spiritual. Is it? <laughs> no, it's just deep and not bumping elbows. If we have limited stage space, you know, usually Craig Thomas is leading the worship. Usually, yeah. there might be someone else to piano yeah, or Raphael with his acoustic or whomever. But the fact is. I'm one of the sidemen, if I'm going to put it that way. You know, it doesn't lessen the value of any of us, but I'm I'm not leading it. I'm accompanying. So whatever Greg or whoever's leading is doing, I'm playing in support. You know? okay. okay. So that's why I'm not standing. Plus, again, it'd be easy to bump somebody's head with the guitar from standing. <laughs> you know, I might get excited and start dancing. Watch out. So hey, I, nothing wrong with that. Oh, I know. It's great. But for the, the space... I have to sit. Understood. You talked about acoustics, but you play, uh, what is that, a Fender? Electric. That's a 1962 reissue Stratocaster. It's wow. just like an old classic Strat. I got it in the late 80s. No kidding. And, so it, and the way you're describing it, it must mean a lot to you. Well, it has a beautiful tone. It's not an idol, but I don't want you to throw it out in front of traffic either. <laughs> yeah, understood. <laughs> understood. I tell you what, let's hear another song on that 1962 Strat. Um, uh, what do you have in mind? Nothing is broken. Nothing is broken. Is, is this another original? This rendition? is an original. It's in a, a very bossa nova Brazilian style. Oh, nice. Well, let's listen to it. Nothing is broken. An original rendition from our guest, Alex Stevens, on Music with a Mission. If your mind is reeling healing call upon the Lord God's healing hand will help you stand securely most surely nothing is broken that cannot be mended no good work is started that will not be finished If your heart is ailing Just sailing Some uncharted way God's saving grace Will give you place And purpose His purpose Nothing is broken That cannot be mended No good work is started That will not be finished Nothing is broken That cannot be mended No good work is started That will not be finished Music with a mission and nothing is broken. A little bossa nova tune there. I like that. Thank you. Very nice. An original rendition, too. You know, the question that comes to mind is all of these songs are original, and I guess the obvious question is, are you planning on putting out a CD with this stuff? Well, I used to. I mean, uh, it still could happen if it's God's will. I, uh, I mean, I because have... it's really good. Thanks. Thanks. I have a lot of songs. Uh, God willing. How many? God... Lots. Probably enough for about five CDs. See? Really? Yeah. Really? Okay, so what are you going to do with all this stuff? I mean, I, I mean, it's pretty good, and folks need to hear it. Thank you. Well, 
they're beginning to hear some now anyway. I'm saying, do you have any concrete plans? Not yet. I just finished this new book, and now after that, perhaps I can start working on music. Okay, okay. The name of the book again is? Uh, that's From Puddle to Paradise with a question mark. Where can we get the book? Right now, they're only available on my website. I just wanted to develop seven titles, establish them as mine, you know, the copyright, the trademark. Okay. They've they sold, like I said, internationally through PayPal on my site. Uh, beyond that, I don't know. Just as a, a side, on a side note, uh, publishing is going through a great transition right now. I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, I'm not. Print media is dying and digital is coming in. And I a see. lot of the big publishers are scared because they don't think they're going to meet their overhead because digital is a lower price point. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to bootleg. It's same with DVDs and CDs and even movies. So mm-hmm. there's a, a big shift. But I look at the digital as an opportunity for ground floor publishers or creators like myself mm. uh, to get these out there. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking at going more that route. I'd love to see more in print uh, hard copy. I'd like to see them in different languages, but we'll but see. now what, with, I mean, you know, they got iPads and, you know, Exactly, Internet Nook and, and Kindle and such. Like, so sure. that's the next step with the books. With the music, uh, again, I'd have to pray through and, and assemble the musicians and, and uh, record, and that takes time and money and all that, but Again, if it's God's will, it'll happen. You know, well, I pray God gives you the go-ahead because it really sounds really, really good. Thank you. The guitar playing is excellent. You sing well. Thanks. And uh, I'm going to get you to sing one more before we go out. All right. Is that all right? I think we can manage that. Okay. Okay. It's been great talking to you, Alec. Likewise. Really great talking to you. Great guy. What song did you have to take us out? I Will Bless the Lord. That's from Psalm 34. And you said you teach too, right? I do. I teach college art, and I also teach homeschoolers one day a week, children, at a church near where I live in New Jersey. Nice. Where do you live in New Jersey? Uh, Morris County. Okay, okay. So can folks go out and hear you teach? Uh, If they pay the tuition, sure. Understood. Okay. (laughs) Well, hey, one (laughs) hand watches the other. I don't think they want want people walking. I mean, uh, the schools have to maintain safety, you know. And if you want to pick up the book, it's www.calvarycomics.com. That's right. Alex Stevens, great talking with you. Thank you. I will bless the Lord at all times his praise shall be. Continually in my mouth, my soul shall make a boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear and be glad. I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise shall be. Continually in my mouth, my soul shall make a boast in the Lord. And the humble shall hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears.
his name together. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears and delivered me from all my fears. The song, I Will Bless the Lord, done beautifully by our guest, Alec Stevens. Don't forget to check out his website, www.calvarycomics.com. Take joy, my king, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about music with a mission. We want your tips, hints, questions, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at timesquarechurch.org or check out TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, visit the website, www.tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and special administrative assistance from Jessica Carrasco. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission. <laughs>